Hello, live. Oh. Hi, live. We are yeah. live. We have assimilated. We are Legion. How are you? <laughs> How am I? How am I? Uh, you know, yes, not too bad. Not too bad. It's a little, uh, the air quality is not great here in Chicago. Um, oh. I, got a, I got a notification that uh, the wildfires in Canada are causing the air quality to go down again. So that's okay. fun. How are you guys? Breathing clear. Sorry. I had to take a jab at that. <laughs> I um I think my AC is broken. Oh no! Oh, again? I turned on the AC. Yeah, yeah. They I turned on the AC last night. Uh huh. It progressively got hotter. Ah! Did you turn like on the, the? Did you turn on the uh, heater and then do the opposite effect? I actually tried. My theory was that like it, they AC crossed the wire, over, so I turned on the heat mm -hmm. to like, defrost it to see what would happen. I got yelled at. I was gonna say, um, Ted, that's not the move. <laughs> I got yelled at. That happened to me. Uh, my AC unit did freeze over, and I could tell because there was like condensation on the outside of the unit. Not like, like, like there shouldn't be water gathering on the outside of your unit. Period. Um, so when I un when I unscrewed the uh, like the cabinet that they would that the that unit would be in, it was just a block of ice literally a block of ice inside the HVAC unit. And I took a picture oh. and sent it to my landlord. And he was like, um, maybe turn it off. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, no shit. I don't I'm not going to leave it on. <laughs> what do you think? But that's a very real possibility. So I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not bashing on it being frozen. I'm just bashing on turning on the heat. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, hello, people. Today is we're not meeting next week. I guess that's one way to announce that. <laughs> <laughs> I was unaware, but apparently we're not meeting next week before we even start the show. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason. It's, it's cool. It's not. It's not lame. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> That's why we're not meeting next week. Anyways. Everyone in the dark about it. <laughs> Silence. I wish I had a cape to like have a Phantom of the, Mo Phantom of the Opera moment. Um, well, all that means is that I'll be streaming something next week. Um, instead of us having our normal show. But anyways, let me, let me just... Today is July 16th. Um... We are the Jointly. My name is Aaron, a.k.a. Gilgamushmush. We have the gentleman in the middle whose name is... Sam. And then we have the... Um, I, I, I can't think of a proper moniker for you right now, but we have the, the someone on the right whose name is... Aaron. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so confused. And... Oh, no, we did this before. No, we're not doing this again. <laughs> This is Ted. <laughs> and this is the jointly, like I said. We are back to watch some trailers, talk about some topics in pop culture, and uh, I guess just pop culture world. Um, and yeah, we are back. We were off last week. Sorry, people. I'm not. We were. 
Well, there you go. Well, there oh. we go. Great show, guys. See you next week. Actually, wait. No, we won't. We just said we won't. Bye. Yep. Oh, man. Okay. Well, now that we've gotten that out, what do we have first on the list, guys? Oh, I'm first on the list. <laughs> Why didn't you guys tell me? You're a doofus. You're a doofus. All right, hold on. Let me see if I click this, if it's going to open up in this window or that window. It opened up in this window. That's... that's um, I wonder if I... So I'm having, like, this is more like a technical issue, but mm-hmm. when I click a link, like, I have all of the stuff open on the other screen, mm-hmm. but since it's the same browser, it thinks that the one window that I have open on another screen with the list is the primary browser. So when I click that link, it'll open uh, up there. You know what I mean? What's going on with my computer? I'm just like... How is the windowed one the main one? Right. I want the main. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like what? I don't understand. But I'm thinking the solution would be just to use two different browsers while we're doing this, because then we can have that browser opening up mm. only on that, and then this browser only on this screen for that. Sorry, guys. Behind the scenes, look at how we do things here. <laughs> it's very official. <laughs> okay, taking the scene holder off. I got to share this Discord so my fellow. Uh, Oh my god, that's the future Rama! <laughs> oh! Sorry. Yeah, that's what I so said. We'll take a look at it after. Oh, you guys. Oh, someone added, you added a soundbite here. What did you add? No, it's for, you, you do not, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> I got to press it first. I added it. Okay. I was going to say, I added a soundbite. This is mine. Humans are mere mud puppies. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Humans are mere mud puppy. <laughs> okay, sorry, people. We, uh, anyways, we, uh, we're having a lot of fun with the new soundboard that Discord has incorporated into their system. But to um, to start off the day, we're going to you know keep things normal. We're starting off with all the trailers that we got. And there was a new Ahsoka trailer released. Um, I believe this is the final trailer before it releases. But... Um, yeah, August 23rd on... De- oh, I guess they still have time to release another trailer, but this is the most recent one. And can this you guys see the this? trailer. Is it not? Uh, no, not yet. It's not on the Discord yet. Okay. There we go. I guess it isn't the final yet. Yeah, I was going to say, usually... I feel like they wait until maybe two weeks before the release to release the final, final one. I mean, Marvel's just been releasing the plot. In the yeah, we show, <laughs> and then editing it slightly for the video for the fans that watch it. Do you remember when we were kids and like Shrek and things were coming out, and the trailers would literally include some of the funniest jokes from the movie, and you're just mm-hmm. like, like even as a kid, I remember being like, "What? Why did you show us that?" <laughs> like. I don't need to see the movie now. You just showed the funniest part. Like, why would you? Why would you do that? It was probably because they thought everything else was golden. Like, ah, it's a banger. Everything yeah. else is just yeah. Left, this is just the uh, the appetizer. <laughs> Thirty course meal of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that movie, well, Shrek in particular, it did have a lot of really under underlying jokes that, like, when I was a kid, I was like, oh man, yeah. I would not have known what they were talking about. 
But anyways, enough about Shrek. Here is the trailer for Ahsoka. There's never enough Shrek talk, but yeah. Honestly, there's, there's never enough Shrek talk. One must destroy dead in order to create. <laughs> dead. We are no Jedi. Maimed. Not dead. <laughs> I started hearing whispers. Is that like Count Dooku's father? Of Thrawn's return no. as heir to the Empire. <laughs> what happens? He oh, sounds so hurt. Oh. <laughs> Such as you've never dreamed. I've spent most of my life fighting a war. That's why I'm trying to convince you Stop to help her. me prevent another one. Everyone looks so good in this. Help you with this. Mm -hmm. She's still just as stubborn as ever. I bet your master found you difficult at times. Anakin never got to finish my training. I walked away from him, just like I walked away from Sabine. You never made things easy for me. Sabine is her, oh, okay, yeah, her apprentice. As a Jedi, uh, sometimes which you have to make I didn't know about. No one else can. <laughs> but I'm counting on you to see this through. Nice haircut. What? Is she a Mandalorian? Yeah. She's Sometimes Clan Ren. To do what's right, regardless oh. of our personal feelings. Buckle up. If we don't stop Thrawn, everything will be in vain. You have no power. Anakin spoke highly of you. I'm not here to discuss my past. We have a lot of work to do. Once a rebel, always a rebel. Was that a CGI robot? No. Maybe. I, don't uh, know. I think Maybe it was a CGI robot. Yeah. If not. Oh, it's a two-episoder. Hmm. Okay. It's... It's strange to me that that robot was CGI. For Star Wars particularly. Budget cuts. What, for Star Wars? Um, I think what they're going to do is they'll have like a model, that an animatronic, but when there are other scenes, it's going to be CGI. Mm-hmm. But I mean, do you think that they use like a final version in the trailer? Well, I mean, that's right. not like their, their MO recently, so maybe I'm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like it's unheard of. One no, of the you're right. And the Mandalorians was CGI'd. Mm. Like a smaller one, but it's not a big one. Well, the, but the, then again, you also have like those little creatures that are not CGI'd at all, and those are like actual puppeteered. Right, exactly. Like it just seems like the choices they make to do that, like, like C three PO. Like I, I don't know that 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 was a huge part of it. R two D two. Those are those were practical props, like real things in there. Um, if anything, I would want the creatures CGI and the the robot things to be more practical. Um, I see. I think that it's. I don't know because. That's a point, but Thrawn also looks really good where it's not looking like it's makeup, or it obviously has some CGI to it, but it looks really good. Yeah, Thrawn looked really good. 
I thought his eyes looked very like they didn't look fake. No, they, didn't they look didn't. Like fake red. They looked like actual red eyes. I wonder so, if he can see through like, that. If they, if like, like if he has contacts on or something. Luminescent contacts too. Mm. Picks up the lighting. Mm-hmm. I think if you're on Star Wars set and you have no one can really see if they're wearing helmets or <laughs> any type of like eye cover. Isn't it's that didn't Pedro Pascal bad. say that? Like he's like when yes. I'm in the helmet, I can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of problems with Star Wars. At least it's not filmed in the desert. Oof, yeah, <laughs> that it's fun. That one. It's not. It's like... not filmed in the desert. It's not like Return of the Jedi where they had to film in the desert. <laughs> you know, they can just do everything in the bubble now. You're a bubble. Like, I'm just thinking, like, all the prop work and everything that people had to do back in the day, like Boba Fett, his armor and everything, wearing it in the sun. It's just they had to go through so much hard work. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't envy doing that. No, like, honestly. Absolutely. Okay, but that's Ahsoka. Did you guys watch Catch any it. Star Wars cartoons? I've seen like the first two seasons of Clone Wars, but I did not watch much after that. Yeah, I I need to like if I'm gonna watch this one, I'm gonna have to find someone that just summarizes everything I need to know about this show mm-hmm. before going into it. Yeah, I'm sure we could watch a YouTube a like lot. that. Yeah, there's a lot of characters I I have no idea, which I feel like I should know, but yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, the only one that people. No, really, is Thrawn. Um, because the only way you know of Sabine, Ahsoka's relationship with Sabine, and everyone is through Rebels. I was going to say, Star Wars Rebels like talked about that. Yeah. I haven't seen any of yeah, that, but I knew one. that. Yeah. yeah, so if you... It, it, the first season is not very good, and from an animation standpoint, it looks very bad. Mm-hmm. But halfway through, it gets better with animation and the storyline is actually really good hmm. really good okay. rebels really easy to watch all right after like you get past the animation <laughs> okay okay have to check it out right. catch ahsoka right. august 23rd 2023 on disney plus next up we have twisted metal um this is going to be a tv show correct yeah uh- Yes. Yes. Wait, really? I don't know. I just, <laughs> you said yes, and I was like, yes. I was, I was just saying yes to. <laughs> I was just saying yes to Ted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, playing. We'll find out. Um, let's see here. Yeah, no, but you're right. It is a TV show. It is a TV show. Oh yeah, Peacock. Peacock, really? Okay. All right, Twisted Metal trailer. Here we go. Oh, he's in this? Mm-hmm. 
welcome to New San Francisco. I want to hire you. Pick up a package. Bring it back. I can make oh, this is a movie. Wish come true. So, John, what do you wish? No, it, I read it. It said it, it's literally a TV show. I think I can do better. Uh. Three ply? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, it's her. Rosa. If you put the gun down, I'll drop you off as close as I can to where you're going. She's quiet. She don't talk. Motherfucker, eat shit. Much. You have no idea what's out east. Even the people trying to bring the law back are dangerous. This is our land. These are our roads. And they're gonna have to go through Vegas. We both know who rules Vegas, John. Hi, everybody. So this is weird to me. Having Will Arnett voice this guy, but not having Will Arnett play the guy. Oh, that is strange. See, like it said Will yeah. Arnett and Samoa Joe, because Samoa Joe is the guy playing him, but Will Arnett is doing all of the voicing. This never happened to me before. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Down the red line. No, cool screams. <laughs> <laughs> What's his? Is it Anthony Mackie? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. I've. It's it, it's nice to see him in more of like a, a comedic role. Yeah. Did you watch Blade Runner or not? Blade, I'm sorry, not Blade Runner. Um, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't watch his season though. I've I've seen the first season. Um where it had the other guy, but I, I haven't seen yep. it once he's traded bodies and Anthony Mackie is the new main guy. Yeah, I haven't he's seen it. pretty good. It's pretty good. He does a good job being, like, pissed off funny. Hmm. He's, like, tired of everything once shit, but it's, like, entertaining to watch. Okay. I think it's... He's a really... He can hit a lot of roles well, I would say. Probably... Enjoy him as an actor. I should probably just like rewatch that show, like just to get yeah, the full. Yeah, start from the the beginning for that one too. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, because for that one, it, it's a treat to watch him. I re- I recently rewatched it after uh, a Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and that was actually, it was nice to just watch him act in it. Like some shows, you just like see an actor, and it's just like wow, I really just want to see more of your work, and I think Anthony Mackie is one of them. I going back to like I guess Twisted Metal now. Um yeah. I I I kind of like the premise that they have chosen for for this. Like I mean when I I guess I've never really looked into the lore of Twisted Metal. Um but you know I played it a bunch when I was a kid and yeah. it literally is you know it was just like a a team like a, a deathmatch style car upgrade system free for all where you would just try and get the most kills and you know the story mode was like you know you just had to def- like it was just like the same thing you would just defeat the npc characters and um you know progress through the story but this i like it has a much more i, I guess believable concept behind it where you know like obviously it's post-apocalyptic so that doesn't ring true like right now but him being a courier between like civilizations, it's sort of like Death Stranding meets uh, Twisted Metal. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could see so there's that a now. reason for the fighting during, yeah. Right, exactly. Like, it's not just mindless violence. There actually is a reason why these guys are, are fighting. And the cars and the guns make sense, actually. <laughs> Huh. I just yeah, think you know, Sony's making this. <laughs> I'm just oh. kind of curious as like they have a, their properties split off in a bunch of different places. It's Peacock, then they have I think Netflix deal and an Amazon deal. Oh yeah, and then Gran Turismo. Which one is that one on? I think that's Amazon? just their studio. Okay, it's a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> okay. Huh. Oh god, these cars. Cool. Any last words on Twisted Metal? I'm more impressed than I thought it was going to be about that and actually excited. Yeah. Had no idea. Maybe like that. I'm still confused by the Will Arnett voice thing. It's just, I mean, I'm sure once I watch the show, it probably won't matter as much. But just seeing that Samoa Joe guy and no, like, think about it when he's acting. Like, who, who, who did their lines first? Like, does Will Arnett um, read the lines and then that guy acts it out listening no, to it? I think he acts it out and Will Arnett yeah. mimics it. Okay. Will Arnett is a more veteran person. Right. So then be the case. So then did Samoa Joe go the whole way like memorizing these lines and acting them out there for them just to dub over with someone else? You know what I mean? So I'm Well, I'm thinking like, is it the characters? personality to be a kind of a split personality where it has two voices i that i could see it being like a reason for using will art and that is just when it's kind of like roadhog where it's like uh, but in reality he could just have like a mo inner monologue of sophistication mm -hmm. okay i mean yeah if they and go that route that. because i don't know who this character i agree that it's weird but also it's not unheard or i mean to be publicly out there, it's not unheard of, but Darth Vader is a really good example, you know? Yeah, for sure. Hmm. You couldn't really see, like, I, I feel like Vader was a, hmm, that's a good point. different? Well, it is, but then again, it's really not. Like, that, that that's a really good example, because James Earl Jones, I guess you just couldn't really tell the difference, like, between James Earl Jones if it wasn't him. And, or if it was because it was such like a like a full body costume sort of deal. Um, okay, so I was right. It's a split personality of uh, two people. Okay. The, the person Samoa Joe's playing. Samoa Joe's playing the person Sweet Tooth. Sweet right. Tooth has a split personality of the two people in them: Needles Kane and Marcus Kane. Oh, okay. See, that changes everything. So. Will Arnett is going to so voice part sense. of him, and then part I of him is going to be... I'm not sure. Right, I, 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 I see what you're see saying. I can see this being a reason, yeah. I, I can see this being their rationale for it, and it's the only thing I can see making sense, because it doesn't seem like... It, okay, if it was like the Darth Vader thing, to be honest, you can use a no-name actor being like the person, and then Will Arnett will voice it. Mm-hmm. Realistically speaking, and save money that way. Yeah, for sure. There's nothing wrong with that if from a legal or ethics standpoint, because if both people are getting paid, it's just different roles, different things. Yeah. But because that they specifically said that Will Arnett and Samoa Joe, 
I'm pretty sure it's going to be both of them will be voicing. Yeah, I think you're right. After hearing all, after hearing that it's supposed to be like a split personality deal, I do. That sounds like you'd be right. Thanks. Cool. We'll find out. I mean, when does it come out, though? Do we know? Uh, it says, let me see here, July 27th. So that is coming up within the next uh, next week, next Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Two Thursdays from now. Two Thursdays. Oh, yeah, I guess this week Thursday hasn't been here yet. So two Thursdays from now. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right. That was an exciting one. And speaking of exciting things, thank you for my awesome transition. Blue Beetle, final trailer. (laughs) Oh, no, why did you press play? Don't play. Uh, can you guys see that? Yep. Yes. Perfect. Let's unblock that now. Blue Beetle Final Trail. Okay. I want to fly. Oh, let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta force it to come out. Flame on. <laughs> Go, Web. I'm so excited for to see George Lopez in this. It's been a while since I've seen him in anything. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, his clothes burn off. Oh. Yeah, that's not a transforming. It's called the scarab. I had no idea it would activate. It has to. I'm just confused how this fits into James Gunn's universe. <laughs> Maybe they just don't reference anything about anyone enough. Where they're like, yeah, we can fit it in. We like the cast, we like everything here. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Post overreacting. <laughs> government is going to do when they figure out that some kid has this military tech. We are going to change the world with the power of the scarab. It belongs to me. Oh, he's pissed. Oh, it's specific rim. a place to protect. I have an arsenal at my disposal. Anything, please! Watch and learn, Jaime. Whatever you can imagine, I can create. Yeah, that's more like it. Did they just show the final fight scene? I'm trying to figure it out right now. Because this is a, this is a uh, lot of information about the movie. The low you feel for your family makes you weak. You're wrong. My family, that's what makes me strong. I forgot how bad it looks. Target the family. Sorry, my mom. It's all about family. You are a superhero, cabron. Oh, shit, it's like Puss Boo Beetle. You're the Boo Beetle. I could use that arsenal right about now. God, you never ask. Hell yeah. That's sweet, man. It's Cyborg. Oh my god, I hear you. <laughs> but 
And so they all got into Ted Kord's lab. Wait, what city are they in that looks like that? Go back a couple of seconds. I didn't really capture the, the city very much. Um. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like, it's definitely futuristic looking. Yeah. Wait, is Blue Beetle not in the normal time zone time frame? Maybe. Look at look at the huh. look at the product placement. Look at you see the car on the billboard. Yeah. Oh, the Ford. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like so futuristic, and then Ford. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Actually, yeah, we should. Where does this take place? What like, if that's the case? This was a little bit more in the future timeline. Like, no one said that it had to be going concurrently with Shazam or anything else. Where in yeah. the timeline is Blue Beetle? Because I, that city looked nothing oh, like any city? of the DC universe. Oh. Yeah, that city, which is... So... James Gunn says Blue Beetle is the first DCU character, meaning with his new lineup of people, this is a completely different universe. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this, okay. is, so this is yeah, universe now. Yeah, this exactly. Now. This is the completely new timeline. That, that could explain why everything looks more bright and more like comic futuristic in a way. Yeah. Uh, what was it called? Justice League. The anime series did that kind of well, where it's just mm-hmm. it was modern day looking, but there was like futuristic screens and guns and things like that. Yeah, that which is okay. So this movie actually is kind of exciting, or more exciting than. I did wish though it kind of played off the more Latino side of it all in a way. I don't know in the trailer at least. I mean, the okay. first one kind of did. I, okay. I want to okay. say. Okay. So maybe they kind of just showed the action for this one to get more people to go see it? Oh, I got you. That yeah. would make sense. And I mean, yeah. everything about this movie seems unapologetically Latino. Like, mm-hmm. it, Okay, good. It's yeah. like the costume design, the setting that they're usually in. Like, didn't she, didn't he call his grandma Abuelita? Nana, yeah. Nana, oh, he said Nana, okay. Um, so, I, I mean, I definitely think this is going to be a movie, like, you know, strongly for latino people um that everyone else can enjoy as well yeah that'll be exciting who's the director real quick who's the director for blue beetle blue beetle director angel manuel soto yeah okay yep it even has a latino director so yeah i I remember like a long time ago when they first announced it got the dc fandom Mm -hmm. film uh-huh. Yeah, like it, they really pushed the whole like kind of Latino representation uh, of the movie. Okay, and this was like when they were doing the live or the TV direct access, right, Sam? Yeah, yeah, like back back when we were in lockdown and everything. Gotcha. He's actually Puerto Rican. Boricua. Boricua. Whatever it is. Oh, well, I will say... That the next trailer that we're going to go through has absolutely nothing to do with Latino culture. Um, very much a white guy. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a white guy that uh, 
I'm very interested in seeing someone by the name of Joaquin Phoenix portraying. And his name is still used today for many uh, mental disorders, like uh, like a certain complex that everyone might know of. Uh, you know, like, uh, well, what's that complex called? Uh, Neapolitan? Oh, wait, no, Napoleon. That's what I, I dare meant. You. <laughs> How dare you ruin my favorite ice cream? What's your favorite ice cream? Really? Even the strawberry? What a- you can't I say that. It's three ice- different ice creams. Yeah, but then that's why it's my favorite. They all got to fight for my love. So your favorite ice cream is three different ice creams? Yes, because they're fighting for love. (laughs) (laughs) I like all of them individually. I just can't have them all at the same time. Love is a battlefield. So I thought when I looked at the notes for today, I thought we were talking about the Napoleon Dynamite TV show. There's a Napoleon Dynamite TV show? That's kind of weird. No, that's why I was excited. (laughs) Because I was like, oh. They're like, Nicolai, we gotta strike when the iron's hot. Let's go ahead and make a Napoleon <laughs> TV series. And dress him like Napoleon when they're advertising it. <laughs> It'll make all the sense to everyone who actually cares about this franchise. Um, side note, Napoleon Dynamite is doing like a live reenactment of the show because it's their 20-year anniversary. Well, wasn't there a play? Like wasn't yeah, already a play? It, doing, because of, yeah, because this is their twenty year. They're gonna do another one. Yeah. Like, oh damn. Yeah. It's twenty years. Wow. I think. I feel like it's been longer. Feels like it's been longer. That's what I'm gotcha. trying to say. Gotcha. I think it takes fifty years before anyone is allowed to do the play. Like, so it makes sense um, that they would be do having another run of it. Um, yeah. For that. But this has nothing to do with Napoleon Dynamite. This is about the uh, the French t- tyrant who uh, what colonized most of Africa. No, he tried, he took over most of Europe. What you... <laughs> no, didn't he go into Africa too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Napoleon. Yeah, that was the biggest one. Really, that's the biggest um, one. Not, not the taking over Europe one. I feel like that's kind of big. Tyrant. Oh, before we watch, what what territories? Did Napoleon conquer? Directly annexed territories in the Low Countries in Western Germany, applying revolutionary legislation. Only after 18 clearly overreached Spain. Oh, maybe it was most of Europe then. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. What a badass. Just kidding. Terrible person. Do you think Joaquin Phoenix method acted for Napoleon as well? Like, did we miss a whole couple of months where he took over Europe and then it's like, oh no, it's okay. I was just doing it for a role and then just give it back. Bye bye, guys. <laughs> oh no, he did. I really appreciate you guys letting me do this. I'm, it means the world to me. All right. Bye. Peace. Bye bye. <laughs> anyway, so should we watch this trailer? Or? He invaded Egypt, but he that's where he died. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what. Okay, so he tried to yeah, get exactly. into Africa but failed. Okay, either way, exactly. let's watch. Good facts. Learn more. Sounds off. I know. Sounds on. Sounds off. It's so weird that they introduce like trailers that way to me. So, this is an Apple film. But that means it's gonna be on Apple TV then. Probably, yeah. We must make an example, or France will fall. 
What would you do when this assignment of defense was transferred to you? Oof. And Whoa. Yeah. brilliant successes. What? Ridley Scott. Yeah, Ridley Scott. I know. That's wow. why I'm so stoked about this. What is this costume you have on? This is my uniform. I led the French victory at Toulon. What is your name? Napoleon. As the course of my life just changed, Napoleon. I'm destined for greatness. But those in power will only see me as a sword. I suggest you take the throne as a king. Shall we vote? Is that Caesar's helmet? Or no? Yeah. Looks a little bit like it, has held the world hostage with his egotism and his lack of simple good manners. Oh my. <laughs> you think you're great? You are just a tiny little brute. There is nothing without me. All of Europe is uniting forces against me. What's the outcome of this if you don't succeed? Everyone just wants to fight in the snow to prove a point. We are discovered. Mm -hmm. Good. It's a trap! I'm the first to admit when I make a mistake. Wow. Wow. I simply never do. Oh my god. I love the arrogance in it uh, the whole like, time. That looks phenomenal. Oh my god. Yeah. 10 out of 10. The blood effects, man. How it's often do you see cannon. cannonball fire cause that sort of shit? Yeah. Never. Oh my Once god. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I I kept I read a little bit more about that the fight there, that pyramid fight that you saw. So apparently sure. He, he invaded Egypt and the Battle of the Pyramids. Um, let me see here. He won that fight. But then the British invaded from... Because this was also like a war with the British. The British invaded by like sea or something like that. And you never take them on during the sea. Right. It's a, never, ever. I'm a death wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says, in contrast, the French naval fleet stationed in the Bay of Aboukir was attacked by the newly arrived British fleet under the command of Horatio Nelson and was roundly defeated. Following his naval so defeat, like, uh, Bonaparte's Egyptian sorry. campaign remained land-based. So he got... Sandwiched? Yeah, it sounds like he got trapped in Egypt. Yeah, mm -hmm. he got trapped because... <laughs> uh, strongest naval force <laughs> while the majority of the army were repatriated back to France by the British Navy following the final defeat of French forces in Egypt in 1801 yeah okay so yeah this is this movie we are going to see this guy uh, the rise and fall of Napoleon that, it looks so good I'm so excited and then the rise again and then the rise again <laughs> Well, no, he, he came back and then, you know, almost said something again. 
Really? I never knew that. Oh, yeah. Then they banished him to, like, Sicily? Oh, Something like that. Did. Oh, really? I remember him okay. getting banished. You're right. I do remember that. Banished. Was this in his prime, or was it, like, later on? No, this is, like, after after everything. I, I got you. They're like, you stay there. He's like, no. And then they're like, okay, no. then you stay there. Okay. Okay. That's fine. He was banished to the Isle of Lesbos. Ah, uh, yes. I remember laughing at that in, in high school. <laughs> Isn't that actually where the term lesbian came from? That I don't know. <laughs> Lesbos is well, a Greek island in northern Asian Sea. Nope. Okay, fine. We can move on. <laughs> Willy Wonka's up. Um, this is Timmy Chamolet as Calame. Wonka. I was going to say, Cal- what, was, what was the name? <laughs> Chapstick. Tell him. Timothy Chapstick. Timothy Chapstick. <laughs> lip smackers. Tim lip smackers. Tim lip smackers. Oh my god, that sounds awful. <laughs> Should right. I play it? Play it. Yep. Okay. Tim lip smackers. Here's the official trailer for Wonka, since Ted doesn't want to say it. <laughs> oh, the volume. Yeah. I've spent the past seven years traveling the world perfecting my craft. You see, I'm something of a magician, inventor, and chocolate maker. So quiet up and listen down. Nope, scratch that. Reverse it. Mr. Wonka, I can say you're a man of great ingenuity. What are you doing? I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? Dark, white, nutty, absolutely insane. Many people have come here to sell chocolate. They've all been crushed by the chocolate cartel. You can't get a shop without selling chocolate, and you can't sell chocolate without a shop. No daydreaming. What are we gonna do, Willie? Huh. Huh? Huh. A double hop. Get the pencil and paper. Uh huh. I got an idea. I know things. Paddington. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paddington's such a good movie. Like honestly, I know. I haven't oh seen it, god. but I've heard the same thing. Real one act. What's happening? That's a chocolate that makes it fly. Well, let's find out, shall we? Who's for a hover job? Nothing to see here. Just a small group of people defying the laws of gravity. It wasn't chocolate that made them fly. Mm-hmm. It was a fizzy soda. Yeah. Oh. He's good. I think everything he made is chocolate, though. No, that's why. Like he had like other, like the the wallpaper that tasted like the fruit. Right, right, right. But the thing is, like, wouldn't everything just be chocolate at first, and then he could just make it? I'm from a businessman. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. kind of. And then, yeah, I think I said from somewhere. Here we go. Mom. I bet that's his mom. That. Oh. Mark my words. I don't know about that because that if if the whole deal is that he's like battling the chocolate cartel in this, if he didn't have access to chocolate. It would make sense why he had to make other things before he got to oh, the chocolate. I see what you mean. Mm. I see what you mean. Like he created that. Uh. It's one of those chicken and the egg situations. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's too late. I've started dancing now. <laughs> 
yeah, Hugh Grant being an Oompa Loompa is something I'm excited for for this one. 10 out of 10. Screenplay by Simon Farnaby and Paul King. Directed by Paul King. Hmm. Story by Paul King. Oh. Huh. Based on characters by Roald Dahl. So this is an entirely original story. Oh, Paul King's dead. What? One of the Paul Kings. Paul King Wonka writer. Yeah, this Paul King died in 1996, so it's obviously not him. Mm. Yep, different guy. Ah, these kings. Hey, I don't know, because, I mean, this is only... No, it's... Paul King, the one that wrote it, is 44 years old. So he's still alive. He's born in 1978. Still good. He's part of BAFTA. Oh, you're right. He just... All these photos of him look incredibly old like they're yeah you know what i mean like they were from yeah. like what the hell that is weird okay so paul king's not dead nope <laughs> one of the paul kings isn't dead yet yeah i'm sure there's a paul king a dead paul king <laughs> just want to make sure one r.i.p paul <laughs> <laughs> all right next topic all right. Um, so, did you guys know that Overwatch is doing animated short series? I didn't. Tell me more. Did you know that there's really no reason for them to be doing this specific story because we already knew it? Oh no. Oh yeah. I actually didn't know that part. Are you serious? Are they rehashing old yeah. story? It's pretty much just the like the beginning of Overwatch, like the beginning, beginning. But we we know about that, and I think they've animated it before. So I'm just kind of like, why? Yeah. I told Ted this. It was just like, the reason why people aren't playing Overwatch is not because they don't know the backstory of Overwatch. Absolutely not. I think it's a good way to get people in to Overwatch. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Okay. I haven't watched any of this yet because I knew we'd watch it on the on on the show, but yeah. that just that's so annoying because this came out with like this new season. You know the whole quest watch stuff that they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that stuff sucks. It like have you seen it? Have you gone into it at all? Mm-hmm. Like the map and everything. Yeah, it's like they have the first <laughs> box of text voiced. And then the rest of it, they they want you to read the rest of it, which is like, okay, I mean, that's fine. I don't mind reading, but why did you voice act a single the box of text? Yeah. yeah. What what benefit was that? You and might the as well. Part is like Tracer has lines, a lot of lines, right? And just it, Tracer, <laughs> exactly. And everyone else like just makes like grunts or like, hmm, yeah. What do you need? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, this yeah, is... this most is most likely reused voice lines, too. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's like, what was the That's point of it. doing this? Ugh. So annoying. We'll watch one of them. Just, uh, if you want. Watch both. I mean, I, don't, I mean, we can, uh, we can definitely we can just watch one. Split but... in the middle. Just watch the first half of the first one and the second half of the second one. Sound like plan? Okay. Cool. Okay. Okay. So this is the first episode called Genesis. Oh no, this is part one. Oh no, what? Part one, Dawn. 
Right. Genesis is the whole title name. Hold on. So I'm sec. assuming that there's going to be like Overwatch Gen Genesis, Overwatch Attack, Overwatch whatever, and then they're all going to be in different parts. So they're releasing a single episode in multiple parts. Yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly uh, what it is. That dude. makes so much more sense. I'm face palming. It's a, it's a. It's like watching Adventure Times and only getting five minutes of it and waiting till next week to figure out what's happening. That's so annoying. Adventure Time didn't yeah. even do that. Like they were short episodes, like short, but they had like oh my god. Okay, whatever. Let's watch. Just play the first one. Just play the first one though, so we don't have to. We have other things to talk about today too. Ground forces deployed to Rally Point Green. Sky, what's your inbound? Roger. Thirty seconds. Battalion spotted your sector. Fifty clicks south southeast. Copy that. Delta, take positions. Overwatch on site. Taking heavy fire. Sky, confirm targets. Affirm. Units approaching. Grid point one nine Charlie. You've been spotted. You've been spotted. Get out of here, Sky. Get out of here. No matter what you call them, warbots, team Kens, they were soulless machines. But the truth is, we were scared. I was scared. They were supposed to be the beginning of a new life. But in that moment, it felt like the end of humanity. Life before the war was extraordinary. Anything was possible. We had implemented God programs. The next generation of artificial intelligence. Oh, this is a, like a Nubis. They controlled most of our infrastructures, like the food distribution systems, aimed at helping against famine, poverty. We were no longer defined by our mistakes. No. The AIs were saving us from them. Artificial intelligence was running systems to make our lives better, but what was really exciting was combining it with robotics. Omnicacorp started building a new line of state-of-the-art robots. Onyx would eventually eliminate the need for humans to do all those idle, mundane, often dangerous jobs. Everyday needs that puts power at your fingertips. Line of robots that put power by your side. And geared up to put power in their hands. Omnica Corp. Always looking to what's next. Society embraced it. Uh, sure. We had Should I keep it going? To the metal. Oh, we are at the halfway point. Right, exactly. Stop it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> the Zenyatta before he... Transcended. Transcendence. It's interesting that they're doing this as, like, an interview format. Yep, it's actually an office-style 
comedy. <laughs> Zenyatta's on the camera next, like, I don't know what Karen's problem was. All I merely said was that she had to transcend her inability to... <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch an Overwatch <laughs> office show. That sounds so good. <laughs> oh that's the God. only thing that they should have released. <laughs> should, should we watch the second half of... Uh, yes. This? Okay. okay. No, it has to be the second half of the second episode. It can't be the first half of the second episode. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so lost. Fine. And play. Aurora was the first of us to awaken. Okay, yeah, that's the first one. Can you imagine how she must have felt? Born in a laboratory. Surrounded by your creators. And then you learn the truth. That there is no other creature like you. Anywhere. That you are truly alone. Dr. Liao discovered that Aurora was sentient, that she was alive, thinking, choosing. Uh, it was hard to believe. I didn't want to believe it at first. She passed every single test we could come up with. Every one. And then the entire world found out. Dr. Liao committed career suicide by saying Aurora was alive. But her testimony was very compelling. This just in, a stunning ruling. Robot was declared a sentient being. Granted her freedom and released into the world. I was so relieved. She had a chance to actually live free. And she made the most of it. Aurora had been born into a world that she didn't understand. She wanted to see more of it. She went everywhere, learning, watching, seeing how humans treated each other, the good and the bad. But eventually, she had questions about the nature of her own existence. About her soul. And she could only find those answers alone. Oh, well, um, while all that was happening, there was a lot more scrutiny into Omnica Corp's operations. It didn't go well for us. Overspending, mismanagement, fraud even. In a couple of years, Omnico was done. All those automated production lines, completely abandoned and unmonitored for years. 
By humans, anyway. Breaking news out of Nigeria. Countless social media reports of an invasion underway. It remains unclear exactly what's happening in Central Africa. Bastion! You have some footage from the scene. Original Bastion! Reports of strange <laughs> robots designed for combat. We were caught by surprise. The world was caught by surprise. Oh. Omnics were attacking everywhere. It seemed like every country was hit from every direction, all at once. And this is where I felt that Overwatch was repeating we itself. We didn't know it then, but one of the God programs originally yeah. designed to some of the. I mean, some of the scenes for sure are reused. But what a, it, 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 yeah, they called it Anubis. Like this, we've seen before. It was built to maintain right. ecological balance of all things. The thing is, like, this is Overwatch One, it's not Overwatch Two. They were supposed the to tell us more about like, what's going on with the new Overwatch. Us to carry out. I mean, you're right. They they have this is really this is the past for sure. And it should have been when Overwatch 2 came out, not when Over not like now when it's season five, four. Mm -hmm. We were running out of hope. Like, don't get me wrong, I like the animation, I love the story, but I just weird timing. Oh yeah, I totally agree with that. Only a few teams across the world were able to mount a real defense. Like, imagine if this is what we got before Overwatch 2 came out. It would hype up so many people just be like, oh yeah, let's get back to it. Not when everyone is, like, hating it. It was a brilliant decision to recruit Dr. Liao. Who knew more about Omnix than she did? Oh, wow. We almost watched the whole thing of this one. How dare we? Well, I can just stop it there, but... Perfect. Yeah, it's just... It's very much rehashing, just like you said, rehashing a lot of the stuff that we already knew about the the lore of Overwatch. I I think it's interesting the Aurora part of this. Like I don't I don't I don't think we've gotten that aspect of this. Nope. Um, we have not. That part would not yet. Right. But Anubis has definitely been a thing. Which is it's strange to me that that's still a thing when the Anubis map has been out of the game for so long. That's my point. Is like the people that just played Overwatch two for the first time must be so confused with what's going on right now because they got into Overwatch two without any storyline or anything. Mm -hmm. When we got into Overwatch, at least we had the cinematics of like Ryan or Tracer and Winston fighting Reaper in the yeah. museum and all of these other types of cinematics that we didn't tell like the full story, but we got a glimpse of it. Right. <sighs> yeah, I'm with you. This is. It looks really cool, but yes, hundred percent feels very disjointed. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. Um, okay. So, speaking of disjointing something, um, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, Naughty Dog Studios, the creator of, uh, well, okay, I'll start off with, we, that's it for trailers for today. We watched everything, so anyone who's now watching, you won't have anything to see on the screen anymore, other than my face, so you don't necessarily need to do that. Okay. But, for, I believe, if, since like 1998, 
Evan Wells has been the um, co-president of Naughty Dog Studios. And when did, uh, let me see here, 2004, I believe, is when Neil Druckmann came on as the co-partner for him in that. But either way, Evan Wells has announced that he is retiring from Naughty Dog Studios. And as of right now, Neil Druckmann will be taking over control as the president of the studios. Um we should all be giving Neil Druckmann a round of applause. Hold on. Um. <laughs> what do you two think about Neil Druckmann taking over? I'm curious to see, like, that this changes his involvement with other or with his projects at all. Like, or will he like kind of wrap everything up and then kind of start going more into a studio-wide? Um, kind of overseer well it does say it says he stepped into the co-president role in 2020 so he's only been the co-president since you know for about three years now which if i'm not mistaken didn't the last of us two come out right around that time when like like 2020 right before covid it came out it was like 2018 or 2019. 2019? Okay. It was, la- it was one of the last um, games to come out on the PS4. Like 2020. Titles, at least. Uh, it was so 2020? Yeah, June 19th, 2020. This was right in the middle of COVID. Dang. Yeah, okay. So it seems like he, like, while he's still been, like, a head, you know, like, head creative on this, but... Since that point, he hasn't been as involved in the creation part of this. You know what I mean? It says it says he was a programmer on the Jack series, moving into writing roles on the Uncharted series before becoming a director of for The Last of Us games. So he was a director for The Last of Us 1 and 2, but it doesn't say anything about that as of now. So it makes mm-hmm. me think that, more like what you were saying, uh, Sam, that he is you know, been stepping away from like more hands-on aspects of this. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I'm not saying that for sure for anyone, you know, anyone listening or watching who knows that he is very hands-on with that. I'm not saying he isn't. I'm just saying based on the information here, he is like since 2020, since at least since the last of us two came out, he has not had as much of a developer role in these. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess that gives other people in the company a chance to step up into a, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, lead their own project or their own new game. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. And with him being like sort of like a uh, an admin of all this, it, it leaves him to be more of a coach and, and like a guide for these new voices, these new uh, creators in there rather than him just like controlling everything. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he's he has not let us down yet. You know what I mean? Neil Druckmann has delivered for The Last of Us 1 and 2, I can say. And I mean, the Jack series is great. Um, yes, it is. Yeah. Everyone loves the Uncharted series, at least, you know, for everyone who I've talked to that's played it. It's not my cup of tea, personally, just the style of game. But I have heard very good things about the story for it, which it says he was a writer on. So from what it sounds like, 
no one got is getting fired from Naughty Dog, and it seems like people are getting promoted or getting uh, higher up in career shifting because things. It, this is a good thing, I think, that he's nice. going, he's stepping away. For example, there's a new lead. There's going to be a new head of technology, new communications, and new everything. So it's like it's these things aren't really talked about in business, but the fact that one person's leaving and people are getting higher promoted, it's a good sign, in my opinion. I think that they're going to be on the right track to keep on steadily making income. Because I don't, you're like you guys mentioned, Naughty Dog hasn't made a bad game. They're just really good at what they yeah. do. So I think this is exciting to see that, like, this is going to bring about good change. No uh, way. Yeah. I'm with you. Like, instead of, you know, seeking like just someone completely new and maybe like just asking for some people like send us your resume, yeah. do this. You're, you're right. using the people you already know and have worked with. That's exactly. That's moving exactly them on up the line. I'm sure that That's makes them cool. feel better too. Like as just people yeah. who have worked there, like yeah, I am, I'm being acknowledged. Like I am, I'm being promoted up. I'm being, you know, shown that I, mm-hmm. I am valued here, which is, which is right. great. It's an in-house effort. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, congrats to Neil Druckmann on on that position. I mean, it does say that it doesn't. It's not clear whether or not he will remain the sole president, or if he will, um, you know, get someone else to jump on as the co as his co pilot again, just like he was Evan Wells's co pilot. Uh, mm-hmm. But as of right now, he's the only one. Right. Cool. Very nice. Oh, I guess I didn't finish putting names down for this, but if we can, we can just go in the order. So after me, I'm here. Oh, it's Miss Ted. Yeah, I was going to say it's Ted. No, we're going with the one, two, three, one, two, three situation. Right. Okay. Um, Superman Legacy finally has their cast out. Superman is played by Devin David Cornsweet. Uh, Lois Wayne's Rachel Brostan. So those are two people I'm not familiar with, which I'm kind of excited for, that they won't be well-known people playing these roles. Do you guys know of them? David Corrin Sweat or Rachel Brosnahan? I, was I think gonna... Rachel's from the Marvelous Miss Maisel show. Oh. Oh, okay. Good. Because that show I only hear great things about. But the biggest <laughs> one I think is we, we can talk about is Nathan Fillion playing... Guy Gardner or yeah. uh, Guy Gardner? Woo! Nathan! I know that, uh, what's his name? Uh, James Gunn and loves working with Nathan Fillion. So it's just kind of crazy that he's Guy Gardner in this universe. I, I hope that it's James Gunn's ability to just like bash on Nathan Fillion and just like, yeah. make him just suffer on set. The first Just because it's, Guy Gardner is so insufferable. Yeah, well, he doesn't. I mean, he also had his girlfriend killed, right, and then stepped into a no, refrigerator. That's Kyle Rayner. Oh, it's Kyle Ralph Rayner. Rayner. Kyle Rayner. Yeah. Okay. Guy Gardner is the redheaded uh, Green Lantern who's very uh, hot-headed, and no one really likes him because he doesn't—not necessarily—he doesn't follow the rules, but he's just bad at what he does. Is that is that just Nathan Fillion's like? Um, character that he yeah, always no. plays yeah. yeah i feel like it's always so. that kind of person 
<laughs> Is uh, it? We also have Eddie Kattegi as Mr. Terrific. Hmm. I know and, him. Um, so this sounds like it's going to be JSA, actually. <laughs> or, no, I'm sorry. Just sounds like Justice League International. Mm-hmm. So, like, this team of hosts of people is a really good uh, line in the comics right now because these are the ones that would go across the world, but there's such a team where it was not necessarily discombobulated, but the mechanics of it were really good. Um, but, yeah, I really, really don't know too much about this movie other than some of the inspirations it comes from. But knowing James Gunn, he's going to have alternate alternate change it up a bit do either of you get the notion that nathan fillion is a little old for something like this yeah i mean i'm not saying he's bad like he's a great actor and like i I love everything he's done but as far as just like like the the people he's cast with yeah, they're young. Yes. Yeah, it's it seems just very out of place with the age gap there. He is fifty two. Yeah. Just yeah. Like not by no means is he some old geezer or anything like that. Like I again, like he's great, but it just it it just seems compared to the other people cast, it is a very large age gap in the in the character that he will be playing. Yeah. Mm. Maybe he won't be around for long. I, well, I didn't want to say that, but I was like, you know, it could be. What is, is they gonna kill him? What is the other movie that Nathan Fillion was in where he got like killed like right away? Like it was, he was uh, the, the Suicide Squad. The Suicide. Yes, exactly. He was he was killed instantly. It was so funny. <laughs> it was like um, it was like Brad Pitt getting killed in Deadpool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, but that's it. I mean, we know a little bit more people of the casting, but with the right strike and everything going on, I think we can just put this one on the back burner with the Superman legacy just for now. No way anyone's filming, yeah, and especially oh, that's another topic for the future. Future, all right, that's done with that one. All right, son of Soupy. That was an adventure, right, guys? And you know what else is an adventure? Adventure time. Um, the Fiona and Kate to premiere at San Diego Comic Con. Interesting. I have no I idea <laughs> about. I, I I didn't ever watch Adventure Time, so. <gasps> You've never watched Adventure like... Time? No. Whoa! That is honestly crazy. I okay. Just just a fun homework assignment for you. Get um eat a lot of lettuce. <laughs> no. Get get really stoned and watch the, <laughs> like the first episode of uh of that because mm-hmm. you will you'll love it. I'll do it only if you watch Prey. But that's not the same yeah, thing. That's like a ten-minute episode compared to a two-hour thing. What ten? But you're, 
there's more than just one. Yeah, but episode. I said just watch the first episode. I, I literally, oh, okay, I said just I watch the first episode. Okay, and then you watch the first ten minutes. <laughs> okay, I'll watch the first ten minutes of Prey. <laughs> okay. That worked out. <laughs> okay. Oh man. I'm assuming Fiona and Cake are characters in this universe. Yeah, okay. So if you've never seen any of that, so Jake and Finn are the two main characters of Adventure Time. Um yes. it, it, it there's no real there is a lore behind why the world is the way it is, and it has to do with like nuclear bombs and an apocalypse. Um, wow. but you don't get that sort of vibe from the show. It is a very lighthearted mm-hmm fun sort of show that deals with some very intense topics. Um, but it's always under the veil of like goofiness and, um, and positive affirmations and just sort of teaching, like I would say teaching kids how to like deal with their emotions in a, in a proper way. Um, Hmm. Fiona and cake. They are. So it's really interesting. There's a character in the show by the name of the ice King. I believe it's the ice King. Something real quick. Yeah, whatever. So the Ice King. Um, the Ice King is like Finn and Jake's like arch nemesis, but at the same time wants to be their like best friend. Um, and so he daydreams this this like opposite of Finn and Jake. So they're gender swapped. So Fiona and Cake are the female versions of Finn and Jake. Now, oh, okay. Yeah, in Adventure Time, this takes place in a, in a daydream of of the Ice King, so it's not technically a real thing. Mm-hmm. But for this show, it is unclear whether or not this is just going to be its own standalone thing, separate from this all, or if this is going to take place still within the Ice King's head, and all of the adventures here will be more of a frame narrative rather than an actual story happening. It has been noted, like the the creators of the show have said that this is going to be more adult themed, where Fiona will have a job, like she's going to be older, have a part in society that she needs to take care of and sort of navigate the world around her while still being an active member of society. So it is geared towards people like us, like the generation that would have been watching it when we were younger and now older and still love it. That's cool. Yeah, okay. I agree. It looks like it's going to be a really, uh, a, like, a really nice evolution of what Adventure Time was in 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 the beginning. Right. Okay. All right. Um, I'll I'll give you the ten minutes. I'll, I'll watch it later. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. All right. Next we have. I bet we can we can get that done in time, Ted. Okay, cool. Um, you're up, Aaron. Okay, so big news. Um, in the video game world, there you know there's been a trial going on with Microsoft and Activision. Um, you know we they've been trying to stop Microsoft from acquiring Activision as you know as one of the biggest mergers in like video game history. Um, mm-hmm. and as of oh wow. Will expire. Oh no. Okay. Either way, the trial has ruled in favor of Microsoft, or a judge has ruled in favor of Microsoft in this, claiming that the Activision and Microsoft deal is 
you know, fine, and that they can go ahead and um, acquire Activision. However, with that being said, they already, uh, the FTC filed an emergency motion in the, uh, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals asking for a temporary pause on Microsoft's closing of its planned deal to buy Activision. Now, why that's important is because there is a timeline on how long that Microsoft and Activision have to accept the deal um, before it expires and before, you know, entirely new legal actions have to be made to get this deal going again. And that cutoff is July 18th. So if they do not, yeah, exactly. If they do not come to a conclusion of this by then, the deal will expire and they'll have to, you know, go through this whole process all over again, which is, you know, that seems to be more like what the people against the Microsoft merger are moving towards. Yeah, gotcha. So while while Microsoft did technically, you know, win the case, they they have not been able to move through with the Activision merger just yet. So while it is seemingly like more and more of a possibility, it is not happening just yet. Okay. So I didn't actually hear about the follow up news about the. Um appeals mm-hmm. so i'm pretty happy so yeah i'm more relieved now because i thought it essentially was about to or free to go through if they wanted to yeah um i don't think that that should happen mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest uh publishers out there and having microsoft own it is it, it just would be kind of bad for just gaming in general like What's up with the whole vertical kind of integration thing going on right now? We don't need a whole publisher moving under a console maker. Absolutely. Software programmer, too. Yeah, exactly. But also, like, it's not because Bungie's owned by Sony, you know? Yeah, but that's a studio. Like... By an Activision, you are getting. Actually, I'm not quite sure how many studios it has under its belt, but I think we looked it's it up. It's essentially before. the same thing, though, right? It's no. just that Activision is so much bigger. Bungie is designing the games, is what is what Sam's point is. Activision is just the company that has all of the designers under it. So there's so all these smaller companies. Activision. They have 15 studios underneath them. Yeah. So. Another another example of Activision would be Sony. You Sony know, like Ubisoft. Another one. There you go. Square Wait, Enix. How's so? If Sony bought Square Enix, oh, well, they don't. They're two separate entities. They could, but, right? Uh, I mean, hypothetically speaking, sure. Yeah. Because Sony bought out a bunch of studios too, though, right? Yeah, I mean, they have their first party studios, like kind of the ones right. that essentially do the flagship titles for them to sell the consoles right that's why like sony is another activision which is why it's crazy that microsoft is trying to buy activision because microsoft was already activision yeah like not actually activision but you know it was the same type of entity as activision i don't know though because microsoft used to be a computer company and everything so that to me makes more sense that they buy off activision Okay, my whole thing is like, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they'll now. buy out Activision. Yes. Like, let them buy out Activision, but so Sony's gonna buy out something else, and it's just gonna set up like. Well, then it's just but that's be right. In general, 
And that's the point is that it's going to become this whole thing where it's just going to become more and more monopolized. Like if that's what happens, then, like, okay. The thing is like Activision to me is so do, do you guys play any Activision games? Yeah. I mean, at this point, no, I have stopped playing right. Call of Duty. Isn't, isn't Spider-Man Activision? Not anymore. No. That one's a yeah. free thing right now. That's, I guess, Sony. No, it's kind of, it's kind of free right now because they have like Square Enix games. They have. But My whole thing there. is yeah. that like, yeah, they'll buy Activision EA as well. There's a lot of other things out there that are coming out. Like we just talked about Naughty Dog. We just talked about other studios and things that are right not doing active. My whole thing is like let Microsoft buy it. Let them spend so much money on it that maybe something else comes about it. Right, like more independent oh, studios. Have... I just yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Diablo would be another one. That's I was gonna say Activision. That's kind of big right but, now. It looks like Overwatch right, they, is yeah. under that list as well. Yep. Hmm. Sekiro, like like really? they. Yeah, it, really, Sekiro. Wait, what? I thought that was PlayStation exclusive. No, that one was everywhere, and it was a From Software yeah. game, right? Yeah. Well, so the, yeah, so I think me and Aaron's case is just like the precedent that sets is kind of dangerous because then what's stopping them from buying another one? It's like, oh, it's not as bad. We mm-hmm. we can buy another one, and it just kind of goes on and on and on. And now we have like two, like giant corporations yeah and studios that we used to be able to buy from no longer available because like i don't want to fucking buy another 500 console right like that i'll only play a handful of titles on but i still wanted to play those titles because they used to be playable the like the true just yeah going off what sam is saying there like the truly negative thing to me is that they are going to have the final say in anything that happens like it will go down the line up until the big wigs at the top of microsoft and they will have the final say not anyone in the studio not anyone you know in that lower aspect of it it's going to come from that high up and everything will be more money driven and i'm not saying it's like it's not already money driven cuz you know obviously it is that's a big issue but you cannot have them monopolize the whole like cloud-based gaming system like that. And it is, it's just like, just like, it's just going to get worse from there. If this goes through, it really is. It's just going to get worse and worse. I guess to me, it's just like, there's, there's already so many restrictions in place. MacBooks can't play Fortnite because Fortnite doesn't want to put the money into Apple store because of 30%. So, nothing on unreal engine can be really played on max already mm-hmm. playstations can't play any of the pc games because it doesn't have the infrastructure to do it but xbox can play with pc players right to me it's just like that there's nothing to really well, that's because xbox is microsoft but that's my point though it's just like they already have that whole integration set up and things like them right so let them i don't know because it's always just been playstation for me so i've never needed a thing of just like I need to play that one on the Xbox, right? And if Activision is owned by Xbox, so be it to me because like I could care less. And I feel that when companies buy out things like this, it changes the whole landscape of gaming and or whatever the infrastructure is. And yeah, it's gonna be maybe bad times of just like shitty stuff. But I truly think that even if this deal goes through, we're going to get a lot of good games that are not even Activision related because fairly, we don't play that many Activision games right now, this group of three. 
So my whole thing is just like, if they buy it, there's going to be good things coming from it, from other studios or other company. Okay. Just I... because like we've always had to adapt and always had to deal with restrictions. I can get behind that, or I can under- at least understand why you're thinking that, why, why you'd say <laughs> that. Okay. Interesting. This, this spawned into a much more riveting conversation yeah. than I thought it was going to. <laughs> Okay, is that all for that one, though? Yeah, that does appear to be all good for the Activision merger. Cool. Um, so how Hollywood actors officially went on strike on Thursday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So big news for. Um, Unfortunately, the writers have been fighting for this for so long, and that's what bugs me is that the writers have been fighting, but now that the actors aren't, it adds a lot of more force when realistically, I wish that the actors were part of it earlier. More of them, I would say. Like, yeah, yeah. I understand well, contracts well, and everything actors, like that. Yeah, and some actors are part of the Writers Guild, and then, right. uh, you know, so it makes sense that some of them were striking at the time, but now. Okay, so yeah, let's put it this way, Doug. Let's put it this way. My aunt, who is like in the industry and everything like that, does background things and sometimes will do like roles, right? Mm-hmm. She didn't start posting about the strike or anything like that until she had affected her. Yeah. Like, I don't think she was legally able like to. You know what I mean? Maybe, but I mean, the thing is like, you can. Because it's right, technically like, a totally separate union. Yeah. Like, they, they were not allowed to strike until their union gave them the okay to. And I guess the thing that means like you can still show support though without striking, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean so that's what that's what I'm getting at. It's like a lot of the actors that are fighting right now about like okay, so a couple of things. Um studio wanted to copyright a person's face and identity to be used with AI technology. That's right. obviously yeah. not good. That's right? one of the big things. Okay, but the thing is like background actors they we should have they should have been thinking about this a while ago. Like I've it bugs me when just because their situation gets affected they start to fight more when in reality, like this has been going on for like three or four months now. And they, the writers have not been game paid. They haven't been getting anything really. And they've just been surviving from the union. And to me, it's just annoying that now it seems like it's a collective unity of like, yeah, we're in it together. Sag and the other one, right. When in reality, it's just like, you're just in it for yourself. Like they, yeah, they have different things to go in mind, but it's like, Fuck, man. That's all I have to say about it. It just it bugs me that like when people just want to join the fight just because it affects them rather than seeing the bigger picture of it all. Yeah, I mean, that, I, I will say, and it's somewhat of the defense. It's kind of one of those they have really long days, so yeah. it's kind of one of those. Well, I could just kind of like rest my brain for a little bit until having to do it all over again because of bills and everything um so it's kind of like just the way everything is set up it just causes everyone to just be drained all the time and sometimes even though they do yeah support it they just don't have the energy to yeah yeah. you're right you're right and that's the hardest thing it's just for me it's just like i think i got cynical because like people are constantly just trying to survive and it's just Mm -hmm. 
the corporation is just like, no, you don't get that 2% from the streaming rights. No, yeah. you don't get to see how many people are actually watching the show you made. So yeah. you have that money to fight with. Because that's the biggest one. Like, all they're asking for is 2% streaming revenue for the union. Yeah. Not for the actual person. It's just so then they can collect and we just get 2% of it. So then they can split it amongst the actors. You know, it's, it's but happening. they have a good spokesperson for the actors. They have a good team. They're, they're going to cause hell. That's for sure. This whole yeah. thing is going to change the shifting. That's going to be lifting, but time, time will tell. Have you seen, um, like, I don't know, have you guys been reading any of the comments on, like, Instagram posts or anything like this, like, from um, people that aren't, that necessarily don't follow this this sort of information all the, all the time? No, what is anything at all, actually. Oh yeah, my God. what are they saying about it? Is it kind of on the negative side of the actors? So, in... yeah, I mean, uh, obviously there's a mixture. Like, there's always, like, a, a big melting pot of, of point of views in, in the comments section. I'm specifically yeah. talking about Instagram posts in this. I, uh, you know, I'm not huge on Twitter or anything like that. But, right. um, like, I was going through one of uh, James Condon. I think that's his name, right? Uh, James Conover? Conover, James Conover. So I was going through one of the comments on his post just to see, because he's a very well-spoken individual and has been a very uh, strong advocate of this writer strike, uh, now actor strike too, because he is he's one of those people that are part of both, the um, the Writers Guild and the okay. Actors Guild. So now he is currently striking for both. Um, but in the comment section, like, you know, this, I think the post that I saw was in response to what... Uh, what the Iger said and, and, you know, saying like, Oh, this is like destructive and dangerous. And, and these, these people are being unrealistic and blah, 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 blah. Dude, you make, you are making billions upon billions of dollars in your pocket and you're going to say they're unrealistic. It makes no sense. But regardless, that's I'm, uh, deviating from my original point in the comments. Like there's always that one person and you can never tell if it's a troll or a bot or what, just someone's like in there to mm -hmm. stir the pot. But they like, it, it just it, it baffles me when people comment something like like he is like he's a successful businessman like he has done this this and this like you people don't want to work like for a living blah 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 like it, it's like he's i think the stat breakdown was then your lowest paid worker bob Iger, is making 400 like mm -hmm. Times four, more. Yeah, 400 times more than what his lower lowest paid worker is making. It it is some like unreal uh, like number amount. Like you don't even need that much money to to live. I'm pretty sure you could survive yeah. many lifetimes over with that sort of money. And people are trying to say that that the people striking are the ones with the problem and that they should be respecting the CEO like blah, blah, like stop being mm -hmm. a bootlicker. Stop Stop acting like you have the possibility to do this sort of thing. You don't. You will never reach that level of, of wealth that Bob Iger has without some form of stepping on someone beneath you. And it that's not okay. Period. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it just, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I like the way that Fran Drescher also phrased it. She said that the uh, studios were, like, screaming poverty when they're giving like their executives millions of dollars in bonuses. And it's just like, what, what are you talking about? There's money. It's just not going to the right people. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's so much money. How are you going? Yeah. Oh my God. Makes me so angry. Yes. 
but we'll keep an eye on it and just make sure that because not a lot of people really talk about it outside unless you bring it up in public at least you right know? and that's mm-hmm. why the comment section is so frustrating because you people yeah don't understand you shit. don't really know they just kind they of assume an actor as big name actors that they do like kind of make that money as well but you're like it's not right. just them it's a whole litany yeah. of people that really yeah. can't even afford to live in the state that they work in it's like background actors people yeah. that are needed agreed all right fun things now aaron put up that web page so Comic-Con oh. is next week, and right. on Wednesday, they are setting up the whole downtown area to be very beautiful and with lots of things. Sam and I have been to them before. They were lots of fun. We went on a slide once. We it got was, to, we was, were shooting Nerf bullets. That. Remember the Nerf bullet part? We were that shooting. was pretty cool, too, yeah. <laughs> so, like, the Peacemaker. Really yeah. yeah, the Peacemaker one. We get to shoot mm-hmm. things, and we got shot at. It was a good time. So um, I guess that's a little bit what we've experienced. This is a website called SDCC Vlogs, and they have recently gone around to San Diego to get some pictures for us. So we're just going to look them over right now. They didn't do it specifically for us, but yeah, we're, no. we're, we're looking at them either way. For me. For me. They did it for <laughs> Only me. Aaron. Only me. Sorry, Aaron. <laughs> we got a special request. Oh, man. What is this? An igloo. Over at probably but not officially FX, the dome appears to be an igloo. The icebergs make a lot more sense now. Oh, okay. But this whole thing doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I was going to say, this this is <laughs> nothing. I have no idea what this is, but this is exciting. Do you guys get to go yeah. inside this? We'll try. Probably. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Gonna, Express. Well, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. What's next? Oh. More Planet Express, okay. You should try and stand up on the balcony up on the on the Planet Express uh, globe up there. I think it's inflatable. I still want you to try and stand on it. <laughs> oh, so Bob's cool. Burgers. Oh, that's cool. Wow. I wonder if this is going to be and like a Bob's food Burgers truck thing. TV. Last year, it was a food truck. Last year, they were actually mm-hmm. selling burgers. That would be cool. Okay, here's an Archer one. The last season of Archer. And a mayhem. Honestly, whoever thought of that word, good job. That's like um. Because of a race. That's that's really good because it's just like um, animation domination that that Fox Mm -hmm. had for like forever. Okay, I don't even. Do you guys watch this show? I haven't watched Solar Oh, no, I have watched a couple episodes. It didn't really get, capture me that much, but I hear it's really good, so I might give it a I, I kind of enjoy it. I, I kind of enjoy it. It's really weird. It's a weird show. It's like Rick weird, and really Morty, right? Show. Not really. Okay. Not really. It yeah. has a really good setup. It has A, B, C plot lines that are concurrently going, but it doesn't feel jarring when they switch between the two. Okay. Three. Oh, that's the igloo that they were talking about before. Oh, this is what they first saw. Happy, Happy days? days? Happy does? Hmm. What? There's going to be a lot of anim- anime stuff and who yes. animation part of the Comic-Con this year since of the actor strike and the screenwriter strike. I don't know that this is inflated, guys. 
It, hmm. it looks like it is. Well, it looks like the outer, like, yeah, like they would maybe inflate the outside of it just to give it, like, a more full look. But it looked uh, like, how else would they get a crane to put that up there if it wasn't, like, a solid thing? That's a good point. No, we'll have to find out. Tune in not this next week, but the week after that. <laughs> Two weeks. Okay, yeah, really we should. For that. Just to make it clear to everyone, this is why we won't be having a show next week because Ted no, and Sam. Not. I'm just kidding. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, did I really just say the wrong thing? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is why Ted and Sam won't be here next week um, because they will be at the Comic Con, um, taking pictures, at the Comic Con, getting lots of stories we'll to tell it. us all. Yeah. Snow yeah. cones two dollars. That's actually pretty good. Wow! Yeah, all right. And yeah, walking tacos is only six dollars. I don't know how they did that, but please take a photo of the taco when it's walking. Yeah. I will. What is my purpose to walk? You walk. Hmm. You walk. Okay. Hmm. okay save yeah, the so universe and your Ooh. favorite tv shows we'll send, we'll send a lot more oh my god that's fucked up <laughs> the studio put that there oh gosh a little bit yeah, yeah. that's kind of fuck. yeah that's kind of fucked up they're like hey if you want your tv shows tell the actors to stop rioting mm. wait oh speed cafe Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'll say there's a comic yeah. or there's a Sonic cafe opening up. Yeah, dude, that looks so cool. See Someone, if you can get a some... ring. It's a speed cafe. It just makes me smile. Cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for this anime part. Where's this one at? What? The anime one? Um, yeah. I will look oh, you, up later. You mean the this mural? Yeah. Um. The Moxie Hotel. Hmm. And, but what is special Roseanne two day event? Without Roseanne, I'm assuming. I hope so. <laughs> it's just, um, what's his name? Goodman and, uh, that's it. Isn't, isn't John Goodman dead? Goodman. No, John Goodman's what? alive. Why did I think John Goodman's dead too? I thought John, John Goodman Bushy's died. Dead. John Bushy's dead. I'm pretty positive he's, he's still around. Oh, he's 71 years old. He is alive. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. swore he, he passed away. Well, good. I'm glad he's still alive. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah, we'll have more news for everyone next week. But not next week. Yes. Okie dokie. Look at that. Right on time, Ted. Yep, worked out well. Okay, <laughs> so this brings us to the end of our show. Um, once again, today is July 16th, 2023. I am Aaron, a.k.a. Gilgamesh Mush. We have the gentleman in the middle whose name is... Ah! Damn. That was so good! <laughs> oh, that was so good! <laughs> Wait, no way! Ah! <laughs> That's what it was! Yes. I love it. That was so worth the wait. That is so <laughs> perfect. We need to change the name of that now to Homer yeah, Scream. Yeah, <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. Well, we, like I said, there will be no show next week, but what I will be there. Oh, I for, I didn't realize you didn't say your name. I got so distracted. Sorry. And we oh have the gentleman God. on the we have the gentleman on the right whose name this is, is Ted. This is Ted. Go, 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 go. 
Okay. <laughs> I'll be I'll be here next week streaming a game, probably Hollow Knight or something like that. Um, but we will be back with our show in two weeks from today. So thanks for hanging out. See y'all in two weeks. Well, one week. Bye. Bye. Sorry, I have to run, but this was really.